systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. Well, I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Our friend Tara messaged me and said that the podcast has really helped her and her boyfriend get through this portion of you know the pandemic this portion and i know well because we've only been on the air quote unquote since what january yeah but she said um from like across the room they'll yell power to the people made me so happy good we'll be here as we enter the fourth wave all right god get ready tara we'll be here with you michigan's making the national news you guys we got it we cannot mess this up well aj is already doing her part to uh fully Keep herself and keep you healthy. She is vaccinated today. I am fully vaxxed. I'm not half vaxxed. I'm yeah. fully vaxxed. So now you are part of the two-shot click, and you got your Moderna shot, the, the first one, and now you you had to wait for the second one. Yep. And in between that, I got my Johnson & Johnson, which is the one-and-done option. Uh, so now our household, a household of three, Two of us are vaxxed. We are 75% vaxxed. Pretty cool. Um, who was it? Was it ABC 12? One of the local news stations was looking for people who wanted to have their kids or teenagers vaccinated because oh, yeah, that's, that's the us. next group they're talking about. And I was yeah. going to offer to like be interviewed, but then I thought they'd say no because like we're Pat and AJ and we True. used to be on the radio. But I mean, I our son wants to get vaccinated. I'm fine with him getting vaccinated. Listen, if you've got health issues, it's well, up to you. you know, Conspiracy theories don't count as health issues. So. Since our son is already on the autism spectrum disease, he figures that the MMR vaccine yeah. gave him everything in that He's first He's already shot. got the autism. It's we might okay. as well give him the microchip. <laughs> yeah, no, our kid's been actually, I mean, it's, it's funny to watch him uh, be excited that um, the vaccine was developed and yeah. that it was going out. And then mom got it. Then dad got it. But every single time, it always, he would come up with, so when's my turn? Uh, so when, like like today when me and him were killing time because I picked up uh, him from school, we got a little numbs after that. And I said, hey, mom went and got her second shot today. So if she's a little like, mm, you know why? He goes, oh, that's great. So when do I get mine? I'm so paranoid now because I've already gotten multiple texts from multiple people saying, uh, hang on, the second Moderna shot is a bitch. And now I'm paranoid because, like, any any feeling I have in my body, I, I'm expecting it you to guys, be, like, two days. I know. You guys are the reason why mind control and mass, <laughs> mass social experiments are fun because a, a little psychosomatic timeline news of this shot or that shot and everyone just now they're, oh, I'll tell you what, folks. How about me? I got the Johnson & Johnson one week ago. He didn't have one side not, effect. Okay. Not a, a sore thing. arm. You know why? Because someone jabbed a needle in it. Yeah. You know, my arm is not real sore at all, to be honest with you. You but, have like an ironclad immune system, though. But I mean, same thing though. I'm I'm sitting there waiting, bracing. Well, What's, yeah. What, I mean, hell, there's some vaccine places giving out the old J and J shut down because they're giving people yeah. hives. So I'm like, what's going to happen? And nothing, nothing happened. happened. And and you know, so listen, I'm glad that we are now a 75 percent vaccinated household. And yes, our son would love to be. He's 14. So I think Pfizer, they said, applied for the same emergency use, you know, order. 
for 12 to 15 year olds. Dude, our kid is a moose. He is the the size oh, know, right? of an yeah. adult, so I would have no problem just taking him in and getting horse, the vaccine. Right? Yeah. yeah. He's taller than me, and I'm six feet tall. He could easily slip by. If they were to go in Genesee County, like uh, 16 and up. Oh, yeah. The only thing that I think would stop him from not passing as a 16 year old is his voice. His voice isn't super deep yet. No, it is. But you know what, though? Compared to kids in his grade right yeah, now, he I, has a I very deep voice. I See, I have the same thing. Eighth grade. This voice you hear right now happened in eighth grade. See, I can't tell with him, like, because when his voice was cracking, I remember thinking, like, is he doing that on purpose? Or And now I, I, it, it doesn't really crack anymore, which means that's kind of where it it's, is. It's uh, weird to hear him laugh differently. Like I hear oh, him, he laughs like a dude. Laughs now. like a dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a bachelor party in the basement. So, like, what is that like for women? Because I know for for men, it's almost like this rite of passage, and of course, for your voice to crack the uh, Peter Brady moment of all of a sudden you talk like this. And uh, is it like that for women? Do you I guys don't think so? I don't really particularly remember my voice changing. I mean, trust me, for girls, it softens, right? They say I don't Something know. Like if girls remember their first period, okay. usually not fondly. That's that's, so we but, don't, but that's like your marker. That's the marker, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think for dudes, def because because that's it's something that just everyone is in on. It's so not like a you know you get your first pube. That's between you and whoever you and want it pube. to be. <laughs> but if your voice is cracking and all of a sudden you're coming to school and you need to talk to people, yeah, and your cra- and your voice is all over the place, it's such a like everyone is in on it. It's you know? so weird because one of my Irish dancers that I teach, she is our son's age. In fact, she's two mm-hmm. months older than him. She was born in October of okay. two, 2006. Her son was born in December. And she is just heads and tails yeah. more mature than our son. And it's just so funny because you, it, that's such an age-old tale of you oh, know that, yeah, girls, girls mature yeah. faster. I mean, I... I keep thinking she's like 16 or 17 and she keeps reminding me like, no, I am not. I'm I am 14. Yeah, exactly. No, I think she's a freshman this okay, year, all right. but still I'm just like, oh my gosh. I'm uh, I'm very glad that she knows how to remind people exactly how young she is. This will be a talent <laughs> that will come in very Something, handy for yeah. her now. Is Continue to do that. As she enters high school. Continue yeah. telling people, no, remember I'm way young. I'm, I'm very young. Uh, so welcome. Here we are uh, here on the Pat and AJ podcast, episode 27, everyone. Lucky 27. 27. The Thanks. house Thanks smells so good, doesn't it, it? it? It does. Our house, of course, is the cleanest it'll ever be. Why? Because it's currently on the market to be sold. It is almost like the one step above um, when you have company over. Oh, no. This is three steps yeah. above having company like, over. You have company over, and if, if it's like our house, your wife, my wife, AJ, goes nutty cleaning yeah. everything, and then people come over and they compliment it, and she goes, oh, it's just a bad after. But this... This is impressive. The level of spick and span that is happening in this home right now is amazing. I just, um, we had a house showing today. We were supposed to have another one now, but it got canceled. Um, But I went upstairs because it's very like... Whew, a deep breath after yeah. you have the last showing of the day because you know you can kind of live in your house now. Yeah, because up until that, you're like, don't touch anything. Yeah, we're, we're not cooking. We are not do- <laughs> eating. We are not doing anything AJ, in this house. AJ almost didn't let me go to the bathroom. True story. She's like, I just cleaned that one. Well, here's the thing. I cleaned that toilet, and then one of you boys went in there and pissed all over the seat. Well, you know. I don't have that problem, so I don't understand why that's an issue and why you do it right after. You I also the don't know what it's like to draw your name in no. uh, the snow or the sand, as you'll know once we get out to uh, Arizona. I did absolutely panic though because I found an empty um, like Airwick air freshener on our mm-hmm. dresser, and it was the only thing out of place in the whole damn house, and I was so mad. 
that I left it out during the showing. I'm oh, like, oh, oh my God. So, you know, you know, it was weird though. I'll tell you what happened over what? the weekend that we were gone. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they were living in our house before or they just got in or it's just the time of the year, but we all of a sudden had like a, a slight a spider issue last night. Yeah. There were three spiders. Yeah, three, by the way, that's a spider issue in uh, AJ's. <laughs> three spiders three in spiders. on one floor of the house is a lot of spiders. Spring, dude. It's spring. I was I mean, getting. Oh. Unfortunately, same thing with all the plants. We left this weekend so our house could could go on the market. Yeah, we left Friday afternoon. We came back yesterday yeah. night, and uh, yesterday being Sunday. Sunday. Sorry, yeah. So you know, literally those two days were gone. Everything springs, and I yeah. come home to grass that is grown. Dandelions that Dand- weren't there on Friday? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. This has to happen the weekend yeah. that I put well, it on the market. Our realtor was like, hey, you know, I noticed there's uh, some weeds, and I know it's spring and stuff. And I was like, what is she talking about? I, I did all of that last week. Yeah. I walked outside, and there are dandelions that were not there on Friday. Like, it's amazing. We also... We also, and I, I meant to tell you this, so it's a great time to tell you on the podcast. Go ahead. We have this weird anomaly with our house, and I'm going to get to the bottom of it. So they took drone pictures of our house, yeah. which is really cool to see your house and like the full lot it sits on. It's really kind of neat. Um, but we noticed in the drone photos that there are weird shapes in our yard. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, I think that they're uh, crop circles from aliens. Okay? That's what I I'm think. I'm starting to think the same thing. So That's what I'm thinking. I laughed because I saw, do you notice we have, uh, I'll just call them crop circles. We have crop circles over by the little tree yeah. over there, which, I mean, in my 12-year-old head, kind of looks like a dick and balls okay. from above. All like right. I laughed. <laughs> Um, Dick and balls on one side. Very very common crop circle. Yeah, yeah. well, there's two circles and a tree coming out of it. What else would you think it is? And then what's the other side? Uh, The other side of the house, we have a heart shape, and then there's two more big circles. Yeah. And we cannot figure out what they are. Aliens. Why why are you trying to... That's it. The house on the corner, three houses down from us. I was walking the dog. They have crop circles, too. They have it, too. Because they have a huge corner lot as well, just like us. Well, don't... So I was walking by. I'm like, oh, my God. Don't fucking discover anything, okay? Because that's (laughs) the last... What's going on here? No, 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 no. That's the last thing I need, because we've already (laughs) filled out all the disclosure papers. (laughs) And, like, the last thing I need now is for you to discover, like, oh, there's a fucking toxic waste dump outside because then you have to tell the person you're giving the house to so stop okay curious cat she can never leave anything well well enough alone which by the way can i say speaking of never leaving well enough alone when we last joined our diy princess she had attempted to fix what she considered a shoddy job of myself of putting in some trim here in our downstairs basement bar area yeah we got new floor behind the bar and there was no trim and our realtor was like put in some trim it'll look great i did she did not approve of the job she then immediately went to do the job herself and really muffed up the job and now may i say she has finished the job by painting the trim the exact same color as the wall so we're kind of right back where we started it's great but can you really say it looks bad i think it looks pretty good i mean it looks, it looks fine it looks neutral because it blends in with the well, wall yeah. like i wouldn't notice there was any kind of trim there okay Listen. so i know your curiosity and you're going to want to figure out what this is i cannot afford right now for a real estate deal to fall through because someone doesn't want aliens <laughs> landing in 
Their front yard. Let it be. The aliens uh, need somewhere to land. Our former coworker from the radio station, Tree, he said, you know, if you need help selling your house, tell yes. people it's haunted. They'll or be all we, over that. Can we just call him Tree, by the way? I realize that if I start... I don't like describing people by their by their job titles because I realized that it started happening to me. I realized there was a crop of people who didn't uh, know my name, but they knew me as the radio guy. Oh, isn't that weird? Our, so what? Our friend tree? Yeah, I our mean, friend he's our tree. Friend. He's he, our friend tree. He's gonna be our friend like, forever. Like I realize, he's, he's sticking around. Yeah, like I don't need to qualify every no. like name that I bring up. I can, I can just say my friend as opposed to where they come from, where they are well, now. One of the the complaints, I won't say complaints. Some of the feedback about our house. Well, well, well yeah, yeah. Give a tease of this because yes. we're gonna get into this entire thing because you do get feedback when you show a house. Anyone who sold a house, you know this. Yeah, tree kind of helped me out with the feedback. We'll talk about that feedback because man, do I take it personally oh boy that's listen that's happening but don't worry we'll make you smile as well the good news is coming so thank you for being here oh it feels good the good news with pat and aj that good news always alive and living at patandaj.com you want to share with all your friends i think we will go down south to georgia for the good news georgia needs some good news georgia's yeah you know lately things have been a little rough in georgia so georgia how about this man sometimes you gotta look for the silver lining even in like the darkest the darkest the darkest i can't imagine what it's like to be a small business owner i'll say that right now yeah my dad's a small business owner i can't imagine what it's like to have your dingling out there swinging in the wind wind, hoping to make it work yeah so when something happens to a business you own i mean it it, it has to be that's terrifying i mean it has to just hit you more than the average that's your livelihood and you are responsible for it so carl wallace he owns the diablo southwest grill in augusta georgia he uh, came uh, to his restaurant to find out that it had been uh, burgled. That's right. Broken into. It had been trashed. And he was able to actually find security footage of a hooded individual that apparently broke in by breaking a glass door. And one thing people will tell you about most burglaries, it's the damage that is done yeah. that is the most frustrating because things are done. They say smash and grabs and it's very... I say they basically turn your place upside, upside down, down looking for stuff and then they run. So. so, you know, we're talking a restaurant owner. They've already had like a, a rough, rough year, yeah. year. And, you know, now this guy comes home to this. So what does he do? He decides to go on his Facebook page uh, for the restaurant and he posts this our burritos are such a smash hit (laughs) that we've got people breaking in at 4am for their fix this guy needed a burrito so if you see our door looking hurricane fabulous (laughs) now you'll know why now that's funny, right? That's hilarious. That's a way to deal with a very like, yeah. a turn of events. That's uh, you can put some humor into it, and he did. How about some compassion into it as well? The post went on to say, to the would-be robber who is clearly struggling with life decisions or having some kind of money issues, please swing by for a job application. <gasps> There are better opportunities out there than this path you've chosen. No police, no questions. Let's sit down and talk about how we can help you fix the road that you're currently on. 
Oh, my God. Yeah, thank you very much. You didn't see that coming, no. did you? No, you did not. That's uh, incredible. Yeah. Uh, that is such a wonderfully compassionate thing to do. I mean, again. Because it, it would be so easy for him just to post the picture and say, somebody find this low-life scumbag. See, and, I was going to say, unfortunately, that's what I... And people just drool over that stuff. I see it happen on local Facebook groups all the all time. All the time, right? They're like, yeah. I didn't make this person famous. Scumbag. And, you know, no, instead, Carl wanted to make him a part of the business. So, so did he show up? Uh, Carl is keeping the rest of the story confidential okay. after this at this point, but this was obviously shared with local news. Uh, well, because, because he doesn't, if he hires this guy, he doesn't want anybody to know. Exactly. But still, you know what, man? Remember that. And I've said this before, man, and maybe it's because I've had the luxury of being detained. Um, when you were in a position like that, I want you to really think about where that person has to be mentally, mentally in their life. Where are they that at four o'clock in the morning, the only answer to their problems is to break into a burrito restaurant and try to get something and get out. Right. So if you can kind of empathize with where well, that person is, think about it too. If you've ever worked retail and I'm assuming it's the same in the restaurant business, they don't keep cash there overnight. That stuff gets dropped at the end of the night. So he probably, I mean, he may have just been hungry. So Maybe that was it. Big ups to uh, Carl and, of course, his old crew down there. They got the door fixed, by the way. Let's hope that more people can be like Carl. And that's the good news. You can find it at patandaj.com. You guys make me feel good. Spread the good news now at patandaj.com. It's almost comical how true it is that people really want you to be honest. But we really don't. And we want you to keep it real, keep nope. it 100. <laughs> Till, until you keep it 101, and then we're like, nope, I'm good. Then all of a sudden <laughs> shit's too real. Listen, I've gone through this my whole life, all right? I just got done with a radio career where people are always trying to kind of get better and, and they, they want to be molded and crafted until someone tells them, well, you're not that good. Oof. And then you're like, well, I didn't ask. For your opinion, <laughs> anyway. I wanted your opinion, but not that I one. I only wanted you to tell me how good I was and how to keep getting better. Don't tell me how bad I was. Now, listen. Feedback on anything in life is hard, whether it's your career. Yeah. Okay, because same thing. I've gone through this bullshit at, like, my regular old school nine-to-five jobs. The employee reviews and stuff. Oh, my god! They got to give you your strengths, your weaknesses, areas for improvement and all that. Dude, uh, I don't know about you, but my wife is not cut out to have anonymous strangers critique her home. Mm. It's bothering me deeper than I thought she it was. She is upset that all the feedback we got wasn't glowing positive. It's hilarious. You know why I'm upset? And I'll tell you. So we we had what? There was like eight or nine showings over the weekend. Yeah. And I think we have an offer on the house. So we are in much better moods than we were two hours ago. You're welcome. <laughs> This would have been an awful podcast. I thought it would have been funnier then because then you would still be like so upset. But hopefully you're still upset about this because leg- legitimately she stewed about it. She went on Facebook and like bitched about it. <laughs> well, and it was like a 16 year old girl who had just got told that her hair looked stupid. And to be fair, I made fun of myself because I know how dumb it sounds. Like I, I know, I know I'm aware and I'm usually pretty good at taking some kinds of criticism. So, but we- not this. <laughs> So we set this up by putting our house on the market. You have showings. You then have an agent who will ask for feedback. The feedback is then delivered to you, the seller. If you choose to look at it. Which I've stopped doing, by the way. (laughs) And take it into consideration, you can. And AJ did. And let me tell you, the first 
Because no one's going to tell you what they like. And that was what one of my friends said. They'll always tell you what they don't like. One of the clucking hens said, do they only give you negative feedback or do they tell you what they like about the house? And I said, in this particular case, they give us um, a certain amount of stars out of five and then give you negative feedback. So you don't hear about what they liked about the house. And we got like four out of five stars for every single one. But then the negative feedback... and. (laughs) You should hear AJ. AJ is so petty about this shit. Again, I know. She, I feel as though she believes that these people personally know who she is and that they are going through this home to personally ruin her day <laughs> by saying that they're not 100% in love with it, which, by the way, this is the same shit that I was doing in Tucson and we were doing in Hawaii with other homes going, well, geez, that's great, but oh, what's up with that? Well, but you even said it, and to be fair, you and I are really pretty easygoing about everything in life um because when we were looking for houses which in i tucson, think is our downfall that's our this. downfall yeah. when we were looking for houses in tucson if the roof wasn't caving in i was like yep that's cool go for it like i wasn't anything i didn't like i would say can we fix that or you know and then yeah sure that's fine the things that people are upset about not even <laughs> upset about the feedback about the house is uh there's been a few recurring themes here the biggest one is that the yard is oddly shaped, which really irks me because I can't do anything about that. I can't fix that. I mean, you are, this is a, you know, regular suburban subdivision where all the plots are there and that's what it is. And um, we, oddly enough, actually have a corner lot, but our home is on a diagonal. So you do end up with this kind of... You can't really fence it in. Yeah, like imagine like a big arrow. Yeah. So you don't have this traditional square backyard. And here's the downfall. And I think you kind of hit it on the head there. And this is really the core of this issue is that people are just, we don't know anything about them. Yeah. And they don't know anything anything about about us. us. Yeah. Me and you by nature are not very materialistic people. That's out of a few things. One, flat out necessity we 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 have been broke radio people (laughs) we we just never until just a few years ago so like if we had a roof over our head we we were were happy happy. we were happy yeah you know we're we're the kind of people who buy cars and we keep them for 10 years until they blow up yeah um so with our kind of relaxed attitude with that you can get someone and we can all right now think of whoever that someone is in our circle that is much more high maintenance. Yeah. That likes the finer things, which is fine. Whatever your motivation is in life, I don't care. If you like all the toys and like to have everything yeah, re- remodeled every year, that's cool. But, you know, that's the thing. There could be someone like that walking through here. Yeah. And they're clashing with your attitude of, if it ain't broke, you don't got to fix it. Well, yeah. And and the other thing about the yard, too, and, and I thought it would be a positive. We have one of the biggest yards in the subdivision because we're one of the original houses. They just built all these houses around us since we've been here, since 2014. So I've always said, well, I think that'll bode well for us that we have one of the bigger lots because a lot of these houses have really small yards. Apparently, it doesn't bode well for us. Um, Listen to how upset. Well, yeah. No, but so honestly, personal. why I'm upset about that is because I can't fix it. It's yes. nothing I can fix. It just is. Okay, then what about the stuff that I, oh, here's one. She hated this. So apparently one of the realtors that showed our place is known as like a very bougie realtor. Bougie realtor with bougie clients. And he deals with bougie clients. Which, we are not bougie at all. Which, yeah, I was very shocked. I'm like, why would you bring them to my place? <laughs> you I saw just, the pictures. We're I, not bougie. Yeah, I don't feel like, like we're that vibe. 
But so um, that guy apparently really nitpicked the place. Because he did a virtual showing. So the people weren't actually there. Yeah. So the feedback <laughs> it was, was all it his. It was his. And, and our realtor said, take it with a grain of salt. Because it's a this realtor. Because it's coming from a realtor who's going to nitpick the hell out of it. And let me tell you, Ooh. he lit AJ up. And I, I mean, I've seen this look on, the, on her face before. And it comes usually, it would come from uh, random radio consultants and talent coaches who didn't know us and would try to immediately tell us 90 million things that were wrong. And it would come from when we would get feedback on ratings uh, for when people would, would say things like, I hate her laugh. And <laughs> then she would always go, well, I can't change my laugh. What am I about to do? So, yeah, the feedback from the realtor, it stung a little bit because it was it was mainly things that I did. Like, I think he mentioned that he could see that I washed the walls. Like, he could see some marks on the walls. I'm like, of course I washed the walls. Like, I'm I'm trying to make my house clean. (laughs) And he said, well, it looks like they painted it themselves, which we didn't. We had a professional do it. So But but, but now, hold on. To to his credit, though, what is he talking about? Because your bathroom. No, I told our realtor that. I said, the only bathroom I painted myself, and it's not a great job, but it's a bathroom, is my bathroom. But the rest of the house was professionally painted. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other thing he said was that um, the wood floors need to be redone. And that's something Pat and I have lightly discussed, but they're not, there's nothing wrong with them. They're just not like super new. I just never lived in a home where I'd been there long enough to where to I said, flooring. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, should we maybe redo it or something? Well, yeah. When we moved in here, our focus was to re- redo the carpet. Cause the carpet was disgusting. Yeah, and we did, bad. we have a house full of new carpet. And I guess he said the floor felt sticky. <laughs> And I got mad because he was Ooh, boy. The, again. He was the last again. showing yesterday. People have been walking through our house all weekend. Again. Of course, the floor is sticky. Yosemite Sam, I'm telling you, just a, ooh, you know, you saw the steam coming out the side of her. I fixed it though. <laughs> I, you, the, it was so funny. I, I got this feedback from our realtor, and then I went to get my second vaccine. Yeah. And of course, they're like, "Hey, you know, hang wa- around Walgreens for 15 minutes. Got to make sure you don't flare up." Sure. Yeah. So I immediately went to the cleaning aisle and bought like this huge <laughs> thing of pine saw and a new. I bought a new mop because I'm like, I'm not going to use an old mop. I'm going to use a new. Bought mop. enough cleaning supplies to pull off a Dateline type murder <laughs> cleanup. What do you so. got? Bleach on that's, top of bleach. That's what when we left the house yeah. for the showing. I said, man, it smells like we uh, killed somebody and cleaned it, it up in fresh here. Clean- yeah, if, 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 if I was a cop who, who would have walked in here, I'd be like, some shit just went down here. This place right here. Well, hopefully, I think we have an offer. I think we have an offer on the I house. really, really hope there's, so. There's a rumor out there from our realtor that maybe someone getting our, um, wants to buy it. The so. dog is not a problem. Getting the cats out of the house is a bit of a... The bird loves it, by the way. The bird loves oh, she, going on yeah. car rides. Bird's like, we're, we're going to go fly really fast in the car. Let's she go. She was, when we, because we took the weekend and went up to a friend's cottage in Beulah. Thank you so much to Don and Josh yeah, for letting, because this is like, they bought this a couple years ago. They're still working it's on it. It's an investment property. It's an investment yeah. property that they go up to and they're going to eventually use as an Airbnb. And they said, yeah, go up there. It's fine. It was beautiful. Bad, bad time to launch an Airbnb last year. So, yeah. yeah, yeah good time. No, I think, well, yeah, they're really taking their time on it. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> but it's the cutest thing ever. But we went up there for the weekend. And, yeah, your bird was in my back seat. Yeah, man. Swinging to and fro, singing. She was starting to mimic the sounds of your car. Yeah. It was, and, of course, the cats. Oh, we do have to talk about the cats. That's coming up. Okay. Watch it, watch it. Never thought I'd see the day. Hey, everyone. AJ, watch him wrestling with us. Oh, yeah. Not by choice. 
How many people were exposed to WrestleMania this weekend? I think a Who lot of wasn't? people. I think a lot of people. Everybody on my timeline was talking about it. I actually felt bad that I wasn't watching it. Uh, professional Wrestling Sports Entertainment, WWE, broadcast its marquee event on the Peacock app, which is NBC's app. Now, this before is the hallowed pay-per-view stream of revenue yeah. that a lot of these that wrestling and boxing and UFC, MMA, these guys kind of live off that money. Yeah. They're huge money makers. Sure. Where I mean it I mean, especially before the rise of the internet. And I was just cable. gonna say the old way of making money for entertainers in general is the old way. Now they can make money yeah. in so many new different routes. I mean, so you know, the latest installation of getting these pay-per-views for at least professional wrestling became the WWE network in in a blockbuster move. It was absorbed into NBC's Universal Peacock app. So now you go to watch your dateline. You want to watch The Office, right next to it is everything WWE. It's just so oddly placed. And as AJ has said, she does not know why every man she has ever dated in her life has in some way, shape, or form been a fan of of professional wrestling. Let me real quick tell you how I figured it out. Um, The first guy I dated after my long-term boyfriend in college um, was very clean cut, like carried a briefcase. Yeah. Um, just super clean cut, normal dude. And then I remember one night he started talking about Stacy Keebler. And I said, oh, is that like your ex-girlfriend? <laughs> and then I was like, or is that like, does she make the cookies? Like yeah. the key? I'm no, like, she's not that? <laughs> Much taller than the elves. And he looked at me like cross-eyed and said, uh, wrestling. wrestling. And I looked at him like, you like wrestling? And then I, not even kidding you, had another discussion with another guy after that, and they started talking wrestling. I ended up dating the other guy, too, and I said, what is it with you guys? Every guy I've ever met loves wrestling, whether they broadcast it or not. I am part of the original generation of the 80s, Hulk Hogan, Randy Macho Man Savage. I grew up on Saturday mornings watching Watched it on Saturday mornings. Uh, wrestling. That's when it was on. I would go to. Why didn't bowling. you watch cartoons like the rest of us? <laughs> I would. I would go to bowling. Well, that's like when I was, you know, above that little. But I would go uh, bowl, and then after bowling, uh, wrestling was on at like noon, and I'd watch it. And then when we got lucky, there was the NBC Saturday Night Main Event, which took the place of SNL. That oh, I remember those. I would get so angry when that would pop on. I would on. get so excited. I was like, how dare you take away my SNL? When I would see the commercials and all of a sudden the Hulkster's like, we'll see you Saturday night, brother. And I was like, <laughs> no way. So all of a sudden now, an app that we're subscribers to and a lot of folks out there are subscribers Peacock's to. Peacock's really worth the money. I like it a lot. I mean, it really is a deep library of stuff. But all of a sudden now, not only do you have... All the current wrestling stuff, which I don't really watch. I don't know a lot of the new characters. Um, but this thing is the entire library of everything ever created under the banner of WWF and WWE and everything that, that they bought, which basically is everything. They bought everything. Everything yeah. of wrestling is now under this umbrella, and you have access to it on demand. So I've on the low, <laughs> on the low, been pulling up random pay-per-views from the era which was my second coming, which was college. Now, this was 96 to 2000, which was another renaissance period for wrestling. It went mainstream. There was big competition for the first time from Ted Turner with a new league. Arguably, it it kind of went 
I mean, your high school, you probably saw guys with NWO shirts. Yeah, or... I didn't know what NWO was, but I knew all the guys were wearing them. Exactly. So it kind of had like another big moment. And I've been watching every night to kind of relax some of the pay-per-views from that era. You guys just had to be at the cottage in Beulah with us this weekend because Pat had all these adorable plans. He goes, we're going to watch a movie together. Which and we look, did, by the well, way. Well, we did, we Thank did. Thank you. Watch movies. We did, but then he goes, tomorrow night we're going to have family game night because I'm the only one in this house that likes to play board yes. games. And there were all these board games Yeah, there. and I'm like, let's play a game together. I love board games. And all of a sudden, Pat settles into the couch with a WrestleMania, and I realized, I'm like, okay, so game night's not happening. And, and to be fair, I was doing some work on my computer. I'm doing some freelance stuff. So I said, okay, is this the way the night's going to go? Well, like, and if we you're going to watch this, I'll just do my thing. We, we were also kind of stressed where yeah. the house is being shown. But all of a sudden, WrestleMania, which, again, I have not watched a WrestleMania in 20 years, perhaps. And didn't you watch one that you were at? Uh, I, yeah, I actually rewatched WrestleMania 13, which was from Chicago 97. I went to it. I really thought Pat was like, look, it's me. And I legit thought he saw himself. He said, well, no, but I was sitting out there. I was there. <laughs> I remember where I was for that one. But so I'm able to like just watch stuff. And, and all of a sudden this weekend, Peacock said, oh, by the way, our marquee event, the biggest night in wrestling is now on this app for free, why don't you watch it? See, I liked it that they didn't bump SNL for it because SNL was also on, which is good. That's why there's an app now. <laughs> there's an app. But literally, I mean, our entire timeline, and this is why it, it it did what it was supposed to do. By going to the Peacock Network right around this time, it got everyone to all of a sudden start watching what's on there. Yeah. And then they go, hey, here's our new event. And let's be honest, there has been shit going on. No. It's the COVID years. We have nothing to do. So they were like, hey, here's an event. Of course, it's in Florida. So we, you know. I will say, though, a lot of people masked up, which was good. Yeah, there were capacity restrictions. I mean, they should, they shouldn't have been as close as they were, but everybody had a mask on. Definitely not. But, I mean, still, it was. It seemed like it was just something to, to, to gather around. But it was definitely mass exposure because all of a sudden it was on this app that everybody had bought in anyways because they wanted the to. The office. Uh, the office. They wanted to watch Dwight Schrute. And I shit you not. One, not only did my kid end up sitting down and like watching, like he was trying to figure out the storyline. And like, I, I had to really explain, like there's good guys and there's the bad guys and there's a story behind it. Here's what sucked is that, like I said, we have staged our house to be shown at a, at the drop of a dime. So last night we come home from Northern Michigan with a bucket of KFC and I said, we're all eating in the living room, on the coffee table, nobody is eating anywhere else because I don't want to clean don't up anything. Don't anybody move! <laughs> the fuse is out! Um, but we were all sitting there, so all of a sudden, Pat, like he always does, commandeers the remote and just turns on a WrestleMania. And I said, okay, well, I guess I have to well, watch this no, now. Hold on. First off, it really is, and, and when I mean that... But it that, was cute that you and our son enjoyed it together it, it and was, that you were talking it to him it about was. it. And, I, and it was so funny because... Like, the guys in the ring, I don't necessarily know now. Like, I know their names, but I don't know anything about them. So I had to, like, just give him the quick, all right, here's the too-long-didn't-read version of how wrestling works. But, like, it was so, again, accessible because what do you do? You hit Roku, you go hit Peacock, and the first banner in front of you is, like, WrestleMania is live right now. Listen, we're just going to, we're going to wrestle this out because. Oh, um, yeah, I'm all about that. uh, Which, by the way, (laughs) I got to tell you. If there's one thing, and again, I probably stopped watching in 2003. Oh, when you became an adult. Yeah. <laughs> I traded, I uh, swapped up for alcohol, okay? <laughs> That's what, I did the same with Grey's Anatomy. 
So, but, you know, since then, the evolution. There was of, a female ref last night. Of I mean, not only that was f- cool. female refs, but the female division. Now, when your man back in the day was bringing up Stacey Keebler. She was like a very rare, she was like TNA. a unicorn. She, yeah, I mean, she was, well, no, she was the definition of what it was back then yeah, to be well, a woman. Were, but there weren't a ton of female wrestlers. In the, and but the, she wasn't a wrestler. She wasn't? She was, yeah, see, see, AJ didn't even know that. She was in the WWE, the F maybe back then, whatever, as a female personality, she was a uh, a uh, escort for a team. She was a valet. She would bring she them TNA. out. Okay. She was the definition of back then. There were very few actual female wrestlers. Yeah. And the female wrestlers that were were not that exciting. And the matches at one point during the late 90s, during what's called the Attitude Era, um, l- there was a Ron Panties match. I mean, they just cut to the oh, chase at one point. Well, that's that's what everybody was about back so, then. So, watching it over the last two days in this big two-night event streamed live, female refs, female quality matches, yeah, headlining female matches, diversity of wrestlers. I mean, and, and, and I don't mean just... We have one black wrestler. Because that's <laughs> literally what it was when I was growing up. Look, we have one black wrestler. We're we, diverse. Like 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 when I was a kid, it was the junkyard dog. They're like, bring out the junkyard dog. Was that his name? Really? Put, yeah, junkyard J Y D, the that's junkyard dog. He, he was great, the junkyard I'm sure, dog. But that's a terrible name. But I mean now I mean I think last night they had a Nigerian drum match. <laughs> Because the one guy's character is from Nigeria and he comes from royalty and this is some kind of like almost like a Wakanda forever kind of match. Well, they have to appeal to a mass audience and everything is about diversity now, which is great. And you want to talk about a mass audience. Puerto Rico stand up because Bad Bunny, who is not only one of the favoritest rappers of of everyone right now. Did you say favoritist? Favoritist. I don't work for George McIntyre anymore. But, I mean, he really is one of the hottest Latin rappers around. Bad Bunny came out and was a celebrity match. He did a great job. And, again, that speaks to the Latin expansion of who's on camera. He was just on SNL. Again, back in the day, I remember growing up, you had one Mexican guy on camera. We had one. We're like, bring out the Guerreros. Eddie, Chavo. There you go. That's all we got. That's our diversity. (laughs) So it was really kind of cool to imagine like a kid my age when I was coming up watching Hogan or maybe even the college age dudes, you know, being able to watch this version. Well, I think it's ironic too, because last night our son said, why did Hulk Hogan get booed? And (laughs) Pat goes, well, he said some uh, not so savory things about he's a racist. We knew what he really meant when he said, brother. All right. (laughs) Let me tell you something, brother. I don't want you dating my daughter, brother. <laughs> we know what the Hulks were saying. Yeah, no. That was still one of the best radio bits we ever did was oh, with our, our friend Jeff. J-E-double-F. Jeff J- with two Fs. Jeff with yeah. two Fs, who was black. Yeah. And a huge wrestling fan. Beyond a huge wrestling yeah, fan. And we had him on the air after all that Hulk Hogan racist stuff it was broke. Like, and he, he almost cried on the air. It was like the tale of a broken Hulkamania. It was so sad. And but the, he, he was so great on the air. And that was literally <laughs> Jeff's bit. Jeff goes, now I know what he really meant when he called me brother all those years. I just lost my mind. But it's but again, I just seeing, I mean, last I I was just like this thing as far as who it represents, it's an amazing international 
um, product now that is so far from what I remember, which is good. I mean, I just imagine, again, a kid my age being able to watch this version. Can I use it. the Peacock app when you're using it? Yeah. Okay, because there's like Dateline and Law and & Order and yeah. The Office, okay. and here yeah. you're, you're, yeah. you're yeah. chewing up okay. our Peacock time with wrestling. Listen, I'm just saying it's, it's, it's nice to be able to watch something. Good, let's go watch Law & Order. Yeah, let me go back to that. Because <laughs> those little fuckers are sitting in front of the window. And they see a squirrel across the street. Their eyes lock on that squirrel and they start making these involuntary mouth noises like. <laughs> you ever see your cat do that? It's so fucking creepy. You, they don't even know you're there. You get right next to them like, what the fuck are you doing, man? I mean, look at you. I've had that cat since it was a baby. It's never been outside. Three-year-old cat, never been outside. And he sees those squirrels across the street and he's like, I remember. I remember the old way. How the fuck does that DNA get into that cat? He's not looking at that squirrel like, that's my little friend across the street. I would like to meet him. No, it's like, ah, oh, your neck is right there. That's crazy. So, like, is the beef done? I think the beef is uh, well done. Yeah? Is it grilled, it's, flipped? It's overcooked at this point. Is it off? Is it's it off, off the grill. All oh, right. my God. I'm just making sure. It was the weirdest weekend with our cats. We've never taken them anywhere together. Yeah, I mean, cats in general aren't exactly travel animals. I mean, if, you if, can make them travel animals. Like, yeah. I know a lot of people who travel with them in like truckers. RVs, truckers. Yeah. But if they're not bred to, I mean, if you don't teach them how to do that, they hate it. Yeah, so, most cats live their lives inside of a home. Yeah. Our cats live, you know, on our property, but they've never left our home. Yeah. Never. Except, and, except to go to the vet, which is always um, hell in a handbasket. So I knew that taking them up to Beulah this weekend. First of all, I was shocked that her friends Don and Josh said, yeah, bring your pets up to the cottage. They were totally cool about it, They were so cool, but they're just the coolest people anyways. I'm going to miss like crazy. But I said, okay, so we can bring, we're bringing the two cats, the dog, and the bird. And we're only up there for like a two days max. I was about to say like 36 hours. No, it was a a solid 48 from when we got there and when we left. And I said, okay, the cats. So we had to arrange. I said, Pat, you take the dog and the bird and and our son, because he did not want to be in the car with the cats. You drive up to Beulah, get the cottage ready, put away anything they could destroy, pick up rugs, curtains, whatever. So he went and did that, and um, I put the cats in the car. Now, the one cat, our Savannah cat, the reason we can't move to Hawaii. That's right, that's right, our little paradise killer. He is so well-behaved, though. Like, he just strolled right into his carrier, let me close it, put him in the back seat, no big deal. Um, Our dumpster cat, Charlie McDennis, Dainty Loaf, Mm -hmm. he... Must have had a traumatic experience being astray at some point because he will not go in a carrier. I mean, there was fur flying everywhere. So finally, I just carried him out to the car, put him on the floor, and we were done. And he was pretty quiet. The Savannah meowed a little bit. But at one point, our dumpster cat, like, put his head up by the crate, the carrier, and the Savannah started growling at him. And I was like, leave him alone, man. Like, you're both going through some shit right now. That didn't end, though, when we got to the cottage. So we brought the cats in, and our Savannah cat growled, hissed, and swatted at his brother all weekend as if he didn't know who he was. That's right. I truly think he didn't see him in the car and didn't think he was there and thought that this cat was like a cottage cat. That's impossible. Cat. 
I don't, but how? That's impossible. He growled at them like, I mean, worse like, than like, when we first met them together. This would be the smart part. We could have, like, had a guest, um, you know, booked or something, some kind of cat, Jackson Galaxy or something. Yeah, let me get right on that. To, like, Jackson. Ask, ask them. But, you know, it literally was as if there was a cat that already lived there. Yeah. And we decided to bring our cat with us. Yeah, and not the other one, just one of them. And that's how he treated this cat, yeah. our Savannah cat. The entire 48 hours we were there, hissed, growled, and would not let the other cat really out from underneath the bed. Yeah. Kept the other cat pretty confined to hiding. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> took over the the entire place and would, you know... Became comfortable. Well, I say both of them eventually. I mean, I would say by the, you know, Saturday morning, they both started to chill. But literally. This This didn't end. Whenever the little dumpster cat walked into the room or even walked by and our Savannah could see a tail. Yeah. He went into full blown. Hissing. Who is that? So, so of course, I started making up like like a dialogue that he was convinced it was a stranger cat. And he was like, I don't like that cat. Why is that cat here? You better get that cat out of here. I asked on you a... Get the, you better tell that cat, leave us alone. I asked on a Savannah Cat Facebook page. I'm like, somebody help. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's yeah. like he doesn't know him. And another guy, this is apparently what you guys do. He also concocted a dialogue between the Thank two cats. You. He Thank said, you. maybe your Savannah's pissed off at the other cat. Yeah. He thinks it's the other cat's fault that they're up there. So yeah. he's going to be mad at him the entire weekend. Yeah, Thank you. It's like bro code. But it was ridiculous. I mean, they he hissed at him in the car on the way home too, and I, that's when I got worried. I said, "Oh my god! Like, what if we walk in the house and this doesn't end?" And this is I, it. Like, I like, like their bond yeah. is forever broken. Well, you kept saying that over the weekend. I know you were just trying to get under my skin. <laughs> I did. I uh, kept teasing her. I'm, it's like, I'm what like, what if they fight when we get home and this is it? They can't be friends. This anymore. is it. I mean, I mean, this sure. is the falling out. The mega powers explode. <laughs> you know. But I'll tell you, as soon as we pulled in the driveway. They both jumped out of the car, ran to the front door together, See, and everything's fine. And that's <laughs> what I was trying to figure out because as soon as we got home, I'm like, was there it, like because there there was a whole uh, ball of shenanigans happening when 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 we came home. It was a whole other story. But when we came home, there was not one. There wasn't a hiss. There wasn't a swat. There, there wasn't a growl. Wasn't an ease. There weren't it even, was there literally weren't even meows. It was just back to like like a switch. That's crazy. They, I came upstairs to unpack our bags, and both of them are sitting on the bed, exhausted. I'm like, oh, I can't imagine. Did you work yourself up so much that you're going to sleep for three days now? Cats are fucking nuts. What? You know, yeah, I've really... never seen anything like that, like like a switch. Somebody else on the Savannah page mentioned that it could be a smell issue. See, I was wondering, because I know that, I, I know they're not as smelly like dogs. No, but so what the guy said is that he said, um, he is the same thing, a Savannah and just a, a, a domestic, domestic cat. Domestic, yeah. And he said the domestic cat had surgery, and whatever meds that cat was on was emitting some sort of smell, and the Savannah was like violent with him. Wow. But he's like, as soon as he was off the meds, everything was back to normal. But I said, well, that's not it, because nobody's on meds here. It was. It was just so crazy. It was like they, they'd they never seen each other. And like, meanwhile, the bird is in the middle, just swinging, <laughs> singing, like she loving life. It. She's like, this is great. We're on a little vacation. It's a nice view up here. What are you two doing? They're fine now. I, I got to give the dumpster cat credit, though. He was very skittish when we got there. Yes. But I he, mean, he was hiding. Like, literally, he, he was. was chased into, like, retreat mode. Yeah, and I, like, I gave him food under the bed and stuff. Yeah. But then by the second day, I mean, even though his brother was hissing and growling at him as though he was an intruder, 
he was real chill about it. He, he would, was staking like territory. Yeah. Back. Yeah. And he, he like would try to sit on my lap and you know, he, he wouldn't care if the other cat growled at him, <laughs> which by the way, we were literally getting up and like leaving areas. Cause we thought they were just going to fight and like have to have yeah, it out. I'm like, this is going to be really bad. Like, <laughs> and we're going to get caught in the middle of it. You would have one on your lap yeah. and then another one would walk up and he started growling <laughs> and you're all of a sudden, like it's going to happen on you. There's going to be like a, like fur balls everywhere. And and yeah, we were legitimately <laughs> Letting these cats run us around this little up north cabin. I pictured you and I running out the front door covered in bloody scratches <laughs> with like tufts of hair all over and just slamming the door and screaming like, ah! Call, Calling up our friends. So you have homeowner's insurance, right? <laughs> the Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.